Hello everyone, welcome back to the Capsuling Conversation. I'm Natalie Anderson and this week I'm joined by our fashion editor Anna Muse, travel industry expert Lindsay Thomas and our very special guest, Lash Unlimited founder and makeup artist Lindsay Kane as we talk beauty, building a successful business and being bunny approved. Bunny approved? Bunny approved. So sit back, relax and get ready to join in with our conversation. Hello, thank you so much for joining us. We had a little break last week because of the Fashion and Body event, but we are back now. And speaking of the event, straight from doing her thing on the main stage, it's our fabulous fashion editor, Anna Muse. Hello, Anna. Hello. Did you enjoy it? The event as a whole was amazing. I'm petrified of public speaking, so it was a big thing for me to do, but I was, yeah, it was great. Such an inspiring evening. It was fabulous. And now she's been away for a couple of weeks, jaunting around town and turning 40 in style. It's our gorgeous girl about Lindsay Thomas. Hello, Lindsay. Hello. Well, I'm not sure about gorgeous now I'm 40, but... <laughs> I was going to say, how do you feel? I'm going, I'm going from fabulous one day to effing old <laughs> on others. And uh, last but by no means least, we are joined by today's very special guest, makeup artist and Lash Unlimited founder, Lindsay Kane. Hello, Lindsay. Hello, thank you for having me. Oh, now, thank you so much for being with us today. We've all had a mad few weeks. How has yours been? Yeah, after Christmas, trying to get um, my little girl back into school, get into the, we went to Disney after Christmas, so we had a bit of a you know, just on the come down from Disney. Euro, Aurora, so, uh, Florida. No, in Florida. Oh, wow. So we had that, there was so 11 people. Sun. Yeah. <gasps> How did you find it? Amazing Disney experience. It was her first one. So she was so excited doing oh. all like the bippity boppity oh. booty thing. And there was 11 of us. So it was a... Uh, Trying well, to that's a lot. Accommodate eleven people is <laughs> a lot. So, but we have an amazing time. And how old is she? Four. She's four. Going on like fourteen. She's so bossy and yeah, oh, she's full of energy that. and beans. <laughs> and how did you find all the parks out there as a for a four year old? Do you know what? She was really good. She, we we tried to do like fast passes, and it was a really good time to go because it was it wasn't too hot, so it was quite mm. cool. It, the, well, it, it was like twenty degrees, so it's nice, walkable like temperature um and she did really well she you know she loved seeing all the characters going to see the princesses so it was like her dream she's obsessed with like aurora and stuff Aww. so yeah it was um it was a really nice experience because as an adult when you've done it if you've done it as a yeah. child you sort of it's a different experience totally when different you're an adult now so yeah. i went like i was like a child again so I loved it. <laughs> and did you do a hotel or were you in a, a, in a villa, you know, a villa so we got a villa for the family and then it was nice and me and my husband got to go on a date night as well oh, so wow. we left her with the in-laws and my mom and that so it was it was just did you twin you it with uh, one of the, the, the Florida beaches or did you just stay? No, we, so we, we did uh, Florida for a week and then we went meet my husband and my little girl went to Mexico for three days. Oh, so we fabulous. left the rest of the you group. You can tell she's our travel expert. I can highly recommend Mexico. It's a little bit windy at that time, but we um, it was such a nice break to recover from the million miles that you walk and... It was nice. And it was the first holiday that I've been on with her where she's actually um, played by herself with toys oh. and I've read a book, which I've not read a book oh, wow. on, on holiday before with my child. That's so it's major, nice. isn't it, when you get to that Because yeah. again, like, like the rest of us here, I mean, you're juggling young children whilst build, building a business. I mean, as a makeup artist, you've worked with some of 
you know, the best celebrities, you've including Ashley Roberts, Russell Kane, Lydia Bright. But in 2015, you launched your own lash brand, Lash Unlimited. And since its launch, it's become something of a cult status brand within Thank the beauty you. industry and has fast gained a reputation as a best kept secret. Your lashes are loved by the world's top makeup artists and celebrities, including lovely Holly Willoughby and Nicole Scherzinger. And your vegan lash glue has recently received praise from cruelty-free international. Now, that's what we mean by bunny approval. Oh, yeah. my God. Well, Where I, were you going with well, that? I thought that maybe uh, she, there was, um, I don't know, maybe Hugh Hefner was involved no. and she might have been <laughs> a Playboy Mansion or something there. No, no, okay. Tell us more about um, what made you make the move from being a, a makeup artist to entrepreneur? So I was, I sound from Manchester, I met my husband who was in London, moved down to London, was doing makeup, working in studios and just freelancing and then I, I got a job working in different studios doing like 12, 14 hour days. They look glamorous, it's just not, you know, <laughs> behind the scenes, like doing all powdering noses and doing all like eyeliner and stuff. It's, it's hard work and then when I, I was pregnant, I thought, you know what, I don't want to at the moment go back to that. I want to spend time with the baby and stuff like that and I, I was in a position where I could stay at home and, and look after her as well. So I, just so I wasn't bored really so I just when I when I was pregnant I was like right I'm just gonna sort of enjoy it um and at the time there was a, a gap in the market for variety of styles there was only the things that in, in your sort of local high street that you could find there wasn't many style variations mm. and I would find that I would cut and chop up different styles of lashes to make my own for that particular client um and the prices were quite expensive for the packaging and you got the glue in there and I didn't want the glue I didn't want the fancy packaging I just wanted the lash and I wanted a load of range of styles I wanted to buy them wholesale and I want, wanted them at a good price and there were so many other people that I knew from the industry makeup artist wise I wanted the same so I just sort of set it up as a side thing like oh you know whilst I'm having a baby <laughs> yeah. it's not only the way the side hustle in uh, it yeah. and I just thought I, I, I'll be bored doing nothing and I, don't, I don't really want to sit down and watch tv so I thought I'll just set something up see how it goes just put a little bit of money into it. Um, I went and got like a five grand loan from, you know, in my own name. And I just went and bought stock and, I was like, you know, just let's see how it goes. Um, and then I would send the stock to people that I knew in the industry, makeup artists, they'll, they'll then use it on their clients. They posted it and it sort of started to pick up then. I, I would have a lot of celebrities wearing the lashes. Um, and then the variety of styles and the quality people just really liked. So we started adding to the like the collection, the, um, the amount of lashes we were doing. And it, that's sort of how it started. And then I was like, I don't, I don't really want to sort of go back to doing that now. I've got a taste of being at home, having the best of both worlds. I can be here when my husband's back, be here, you know, and be around my daughter. So, um, so yeah, so it just went from one thing to the other. And then we, I, I was adamant to find like a really good glue. There's a glue that a lot mm. of makeup artists use. Um, and I, personally wasn't a fan of it and also there's a lot of people with allergies well to, I like, was on latex. a date once and one of my eyelashes actually dropped into my glass of wine <laughs> 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 the glue wasn't very good it was good. about 1992 yeah. it was when you got those lashes when they were like bits of cardboard yes. and you stuck them on and, and they were so horrible yeah. weren't they and, you know you look like dirty the cow and yeah yes, one of them exactly. dropped off I was mortified yeah so, so the, this is the thing this is why it was like on a mission to find that it's something that was really easy to apply and like a good quality lash that didn't cost the earth so um so yeah, so we, so we started looking at different ingredients for glue to make it latex free, to make it waterproof, to make it clear. Um, and 
so yeah, so we tested for about a year all these different sort of consistencies and I was really happy with one particular one and we we launched with that um like last year and it is really got a great response from makeup artists people really liked it they thought it was great for people who have sensitive eyes mm. but it was a really strong glue as well but it was very kind to if you you know if you do have sensitive well, eyes I wore them this weekend at the um at the fashion and body event okay. because you supplied obviously all yeah. our lashes and all our models wore them as well and now all our models they, they weren't you know your standard professional model yeah. these ladies had all volunteered themselves and they all said how much they loved the lashes and there was something oh, different for nice. everybody but the thing I found was they were so comfortable yeah. because being in the theatre or being on television I'm used to kind of wearing lashes and you know they can feel really heavy on your eyes and you, you can end up getting watery eyes and things but yeah. they were so comfortable I didn't even realise I had them on so yeah. the amount well, of testing you. you've done yeah so so yeah so we with the glue we tried it, tested it, and uh, and then I just contacted like the vegan leaping bunny um, company and asked how we go about it. And then that took like a year and a bit to like actually get from start to finish because there's so many different tests. There's so many things that you have to like certificates that you need to produce mm -hmm. to be able to get that certification. A lot of lashes are made from like mink or different types of animal fur, which oh. we just do do not even like we we don't sell. We we're not a part of that. We don't believe in that. Um, so all our hairs are like natural hair. Because I've like, got really synthetic. bad animal allergies, so I'm not. I'm, yeah, yeah. Well, and I do them suffer are... a bit sometimes if I put lashes on. So it, you could, it could be that. See, this is the thing that it's the market's very saturated at the minute with with lots of people coming out with lash brands, and they're not like I'm not saying they are or they're not, but a lot of them. There's so much testing that goes into things that a lot of them might not be testing them. A lot, a lot of like I can tell now looking at a lash what material it's made from, and I think sometimes people are bringing them out because they're cheap, but they don't realize that actually that's a mink fur or it's, mm. you know a horse hair or things like that yeah, so we're really, really we're, we're I'm so really allergic strict. to horses Lindsay honestly ah, that's interesting you it's see so that I've may have had them you know hanging off my my yeah. eyelashes yeah and that's the thing. and also you might be allergic to like latex as well which a lot of people don't mm. realize are allergic to so um so yeah so so latex uh, and any sort of glue c it can be used in a lot of companies uh, tested on animals. So that's why it's like ours wasn't was never tested on animals anyway. But so we want to get a certification just Absolutely. to prove that. And I think it's really good to have that vegan, um, you know, cruelty free attachment to our brand that that's you don't have to harm animals to have beauty products. Like you, there's yeah. so much more things out there. I think it's amazing that that part of your business, it was one of the things that really attracted me to, to your business was that um, moving forward of how, you know, you look at sustainability and you look at, you know, just like animal testing yeah. and how we should be much kinder to animals and animal welfare. And it was one of the things that I thought, oh my God, this is amazing. You know, that there is a lash brand that's doing this. And I do feel like the beauty industry is well, he's having to move more that way yeah, because we're definitely. being more responsible and the consumer's being more res responsible and demanding to know actually what's in products. The amount of vegan products now that I I receive or, or uh, press releases that I receive about green beauty, vegan beauty has it's been like tenfold in the last 12 yeah. months even. But there's still so many horror stories though, isn't there, about these bigger brands, you know, yeah. these bigger yeah. international brands that actually are doing things that shouldn't be doing or are saying they're not doing so it's, it's, it ha it's gonna have to change i think that's i think the whole industry is changing now and people are 
you know, I don't, so, some brands, I don't know how, a lot of the American brands as well, I don't know how they're getting away different with a lot of stuff. Different there? regulations, isn't Different regulations, Well, if they yeah. can chlorinate the chickens, they can probably chlorinate yeah. their eyelashes, <laughs> can't they really? And, and you don't know what you don't know. So I think, mm. uh, like say, time's changing and, and we didn't really know that like five, ten years. I mean, I didn't even really know about it five years ago when I was starting mm. to, and there's so much research that goes into things. So it's, it, you know, it's the, the whole industry is changing. I think you've got to either move with it or you're going to get left behind, basically. And what made you design lashes over any other sort of beauty product? What was it about lashes that I just I just love you? lashes. Like like I said on clients, like I, I would work with different age ranges of different clients, and um, you know, some would want. I was I was we lived in sort of London and, and, and Essex. I had a lot of clients in Essex, so you know, a lot of a lot, lot of lashes. <laughs> yeah, in Essex exactly. So you'd get not clients. to stereotype, <laughs> um, but you know, you'd work with people in TV where they want something super supernatural, and then mm. you'd work with people in Essex. Not 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 just saying Essex, but you know, it, it was it was a very much a towy time that that's I was working in that scene, and uh, they, they wanted really thick glam lashes. So I would like I say, I would go to the local high street, buy all the lashes, and they'd all come with this glue that I would never use, and I, that's why I. I was able to have my prices of lashes a little bit less because I wasn't producing posh, like really over the top packaging mm. and I wasn't having this glue because we supply the glue separately. No vajazzles on your eyelashes. No, 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 none of that. So, I um, actually saw something yesterday in the press and I don't know if it was fake news, but it looked ridiculous. Permed eyelashes so like these tiny little almost like, like, like little afro curls, curls. Oh. really i've is not that, seen that okay, okay. <laughs> I, mean, I think that, that might have been fake, fake news, news. Yeah. <laughs> one yeah. of the things wouldn't surprise me <laughs> one of the things that i noticed when we had the models on saturday at the uh, fashion and body event who had all your lashes on was um, as natalie said it was a really wide range of different women different coloring different they were all made up differently yeah, weren't, and they looked amazing but they looked really natural mm. like so you wouldn't necessarily have known that they had yeah. fake eyelashes on is that important for you to have that natural beauty shining through I, th I think it depends on the, on the individual I think uh, and one of the reasons what what sort of draw like uh, you came you were mm. someone um Abby suggested you to 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 me was that we had sort of similar um business wise that we want to I don't even know what I'm trying a to say. Appeal to, to yeah, kind like of the, more the, women the normal and be women, more diverse. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, that sort of thing. And um, one of the things that we did an exhibition and we were doing lash applications and we put this lash on a woman and she was like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to treat my husband tonight. I'm going to go home. I've not worn lashes for 20 years since my wedding. Oh. Yeah. And she started crying and, oh. and, and and it like took me back and I was like, oh my God, what's wrong? Are you okay? We poked in the eye. And she's like, no, I just I feel beautiful. <laughs> oh, and I was do. like, oh, it makes such a difference. It, and it, it just, it made me, I was like, oh, I've never sort of like thought of this market because I've always been like, oh, we need to go with the glam girls that already know about yeah, lashes. And I just thought younger. there's such a massive market yeah. that, that like that particular woman and she just she, she just was really emotional. I was like, there's so many women like her. They they they, they have this perception of a lash that it, you when you put all this makeup on and it's it's very it's too much glam, very well, towel or drag like. At, at and, the minute, because obviously there is this huge surge in makeup in terms of it being so creative, and you yeah. do have drag, and then you've got you yeah. know, like the Kardashians who are very yeah. uh, contoured and all that. You kind of that's I suppose when you're looking on social media and things like that that's what you would associate with yeah. makeup or lashes but as you're saying um the natural beauty element of it and how it can just open your eyes and yeah 
make you feel pretty is mm. it's lovely i think that's what you're trying to say is that yeah i think your lashes yeah i think there's a whole market there that that we that that's not being catered for in that and yes. that's like my mom's like 60 she looks amazing for age and even a night out she'll wear lashes and uh you know and and she feels really nice and and like my cousin Susie and she she never really used to wear much makeup when she started to wear makeup um you know and and sometimes she'll wear lashes and she's just like oh, i love them they just make me feel really glam and it's just so nice and the, the thing uh, my own obviously me being a makeup artist my own sort of fashions of makeup over the years like when I look back like 10 years ago <laughs> I was like full-on smoky eye you know the biggest lash and now um I don't really I, I just sort of stick to individuals or I'll cut a lash in half and I'll just have like the outer corner I don't even wear that much eyeshadow much mm. anymore I just I, I just think, think that's it when that, you've got the lashes on yeah, you don't yeah, really yeah. It just opens it up so I, I just tend to sort of stick a, a few on the end and then now I'm, I'm going done. to I'm going to Everest Base Camp in May. Is there a specific type of lash that you think I should be purchasing? <laughs> Where are you going? Everest Base Camp. Where's that? Nepal. I'm going, going, I'm going to go to Everest. I need, I need a lash for trekking that is going to be suitable for for high altitude, Lindsay. Right. Okay. So you need a good strong glow, which okay, I can yeah. help you out with, and I think just something quite natural. You don't want anything too full on and heavy. So. Um, and to make sure that the the good thing about Lash Unlimited is all the bands like I've tried and tested every single lash and if I don't like the quality I would never even add it to the collection so I think like number this that we have our styles like listed from number one um, so like styles one two sixteen you know fifteen I mean this will be nothing to you but if you look on the website you'll be able to see oh, that they're a bit there, more natural um, and they're they're just really lightweight and so I've I've worn them in you know, when it's been really hot and humid and... Yeah, because sometimes when it is hot, like I, I've been, when I've been in Dubai and stuff, and I love a lash because it's so blinking glamorous out yeah, there. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh my god, it's slipping off. Yeah. <laughs> just like, this is with the like because I was doing a lot of brides as well, like with makeup and and a lot of them again with being allergic to latex, but they wanted a waterproof glow, so that's why like R one. A lot of latex-free glues aren't a sticky or a tacky glue, and it's really important to be tacky because if it does start to, when you position it, it's mm. sort of if it's not sitting right, you've got a chance mm. to sort of manoeuvre and, and prod it back in place. On my wedding day, I remember, which was like 12 years ago, we, we were just outside of the whole lash phase, so it sort of died down a bit. I think sort of, you know, the lights of Katie Price had really gone to town with it. Everyone yeah, was a bit yeah. scared. Mm. So they were doing these individual light lashes, and I used to wear loads of that um, Elizabeth Arden 8-hour cream, and I oh, slapped yes, it all over my yeah. eyes. And she could not get them to. She could not oh, get these eyelashes on me at all. Yeah. It, was, it was like horrific. I do love the Elizabeth Arden. But don't ever. Don't, I mean, yeah. there's a lesson in there. Don't ever mix don't it. Make. With, with <laughs> I was just going to ask you actually. What are your go-to beauty products? Like, what? What? Who? Who's inspired you? And also, what are your go-to's? So my sort of go-to products are. Um, so when I'm doing like a school run, um, and I look horrific in the morning, I'll just. Do my eyebrows. I can't imagine you ever look horrific. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe me. Uh, no one recognises me. That's what's the funniest thing. When I go to school in the morning, then if they see me on a night out, they don't recognise me. That's how bad it is. Um, no, that's how good it is. <laughs> so I like do my eyebrows, just fill them in a little bit, and then I'll just do mascara. And then if I've got like really bad dark circles, I'll just put concealer on. So that is my go-to on a school run. Mm. And I think, like I said, that... 
I make myself sound really like an old lady, but like over the last couple of years and since becoming a mum, I just can't be bothered doing the full face. Oh, all no, but that's no. normal. We say yeah. this all the time. Not we talk about this. We're juggling all the time. You know, it's businesses and this is exactly yeah. how all of us are and, and many of our listeners as well. It's very much kind of the juggle. The juggle struggle is real. It and, is, you know, yeah, you, you don't have necessarily time all the time to kind of do a full face of makeup. I used to have to do a full face of makeup all the time when, I, when my son first started score and now I rock up with none on. Oh I can't yeah. think of anything worse than having to contour myself every morning. <laughs> oh gosh. But how do you handle that? I've got a four-year-old as well and my uh, similar to you actually I've got two so I started my business when I was well I trained when I was pregnant with my eldest and then I set my business up to have a fledgling business at the same time as a new baby is no joke even if you've set it up as a sideline and obviously it's grown massively in the time since you've had your daughter how did you manage that um (laughs) well we were living in London at the time and uh for the first year and we ended up after the first year it was like so hard and my husband travels a lot we work so we didn't really have I didn't have like a nanny or anything for the first like well I didn't have anything for the first year at all and then we we were moving back up north so just for a couple of months we just had um like child care um to help us because I was based at home and it was trying to juggle everything Mm -hmm. and then we moved up north and then I've got like hundreds of family members so I just throw up in the air and someone catches her she's fine um but yeah so it's really hard because I think when the the the, when you start starting a business everyone's thinks that you sort of just going on leisurely lady lunches yeah when you say you're working from home yeah and it's so people think that you're not actually doing anything and I think when you do work for yourself you work harder than you've ever worked before because if you don't do something it will not get done and therefore you're not going to grow in any way shape or form so it was really hard because when Minna came along so I had like nine months to sort of prep do all the research get everything imported and and be compliant and everything like that. And then when she did come along, I had like a C-section. So I was gone for like four weeks. Yeah. I, I could not Crikey, stand up. Yeah. I, I was, I had a friend who had an emergency C-section like a, a week before me and she was like skipping along the high street. I just could wow. not move. Crikey. Um, mine was a planned one because she didn't, she, she was Frank Breach. So she didn't move. So she had to, she had to come out. Um, but yeah, I think, I, so I was doing the orders, emailing all the customers, shipping everything I was holding the stock in the house I was doing everything and it was so hard and it was just trying to juggle everything but you know I've got my mum my and dad were really helpful and my husband was around a lot and family really helped but then I then slowly but surely then I would get someone to come in and try and do the social media mm-hmm. and then someone did Instagram then someone did Facebook then I found a company that would do the shipping for me so I've just slowly but surely sort of delegated. It does take that time though doesn't it I mean with all of us we've, we've all got our own businesses and we've all said this before it, it does take that time we we had Nicola on didn't we from Neom yes. um, a few episodes ago and she was saying the lady from Space NK had said oh it'll take you a good 10 years oh, God, you know yeah, to build a brand that. and like you know your five years in your god knows how many in, years 40, in yeah. yeah I'm the same and Lane, and Anna is as well yeah. Yeah. but you just have that it's that perseverance isn't it mm. you have to just keep going and be asking for help as well yeah. I think when yeah. it's your own business and you're so passionate about it and you want it I mean I can tell from 
from what you've said about wanting to test everything and trying everything yourself, you know, you really care about getting it right. So to yeah. to relinquish any control, well, for me, I'm a bit of a control, but <laughs> really? to anybody, <laughs> never have guessed. But it's hard, isn't it, to yeah. ask for help and trust. I mean, I'm sure your team are amazing, but it's that first step, it's that leap of faith into saying, right, I'm going to delegate here because otherwise yeah. I'm not going to be able to do everything. I think that's really important that you have to, because you cannot do everything, because if you have to have a balance as well, like you have to have your time for your partner, and you have to have time with your kids, your family, your friends, you know, just to like live in general. And I also think it's really important to have some time for yourself as well. Yeah. Like I think I would be in a, in, you know, I don't know where I would be if I didn't have like my nightly bath. Like I have a, mm. a bath where I sort of, it's probably my like my meditation and I just try and sit there for an hour reading and just just like not speaking to anyone and it's really nice and that's my and if I don't have like if I have, a, well obviously I have like showers and baths but if I don't have my bath every night, I'm like really moody. I'm like, I'm so that's like, like your ritual. It's yeah. like your well-being yeah, ritual. Yeah, definitely. But I think the, the the one thing that I changed last year was I someone recommended like a virtual assistant, and I thought, oh, you know, I don't know about Outsourcing, that. Outsourcing, honestly, it's well, a whole it's changed world. my life. I have oh, to say, totally. like, I don't know why people don't talk about it, but yeah. this is the one thing that's changed my life. Like, I was doing even like now, so I've outsourced like social media and the shipping and things like that, and. Um, I was still like replying to customers because I wanted it to be me. I wanted mm. it, you know, want the customer service to be amazing. But it's like I can't keep doing that. You I can't can get do virtual everything. Assistants now that yes. are just so incredible yep. that and that's what they do done. all that better than you can. Really, Ron. That's Ron's changed fabulous. my life. She, yeah. She's really good. She really has. <laughs> and so, and she was off for like a week, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> yeah. what am I going to do with this? So it made me think, like, um. Oh, you know, she mm. she she does so that's much amazing. more than, and and she's just brilliant. So that's really helped offload again. Like so, I went on a holiday in January and I was able to not check my emails for a couple of days because that's I amazing. knew she was on it, yeah. which I've never been able to do do before. So that was nice, and and it's now allowing me to. Well, you can work on focus. your business, can't you, rather than in mm. it. And yeah, the problem and is that's, we all get too bogged down in doing the stuff that actually anybody could do really yeah. we need to focus on the you know the most strategy and uh, yeah building exactly it and, and setting your targets I think, and yeah I like I really like like my husband laughs at me all the time because I always really like self-help books and and just like development like personal mm -hmm. development I, I I wasn't ever much of a reader but I really enjoy reading things like that now and um, one day husbands will they, they will find <laughs> out about the self-help books <laughs> I've just read I've just read an amazing one called The Sweet Spot. Oh, I don't know if you've heard no, of that one. Of that. It's really good and it's all about balancing life yes. and work so that you can basically um, live from a place of like minimum effort but with maximum results, results yeah. so you're still working really hard yeah. but you're doing it efficiently and, and you're taking thing, time for your, yeah, yeah exactly and taking time for yourself and it's been a great one I like been I've had it on audible so every time I was in the car without the kids or getting ready in the morning and they were leaving me in peace for two minutes I was listening to it so if you've not I'll, read I'll, that I'll, one I will write that down it's and a make fantastic a note. one it is really important I mean um for, for this again another another thing that we talk about a lot is um the self-care thing and yeah. Yeah. You know, of, of not not feeling selfish if we do take a bath or you do yeah. want to read. You a feel book. guilty, don't you? Do you do feel yeah. guilty, and it's like we've been conditioned to feel guilty. Yeah. But as you've just shown there, you know, you, that's what you have to do in order to build a successful business. If you I'm, don't a, I'm rest, a better person for it. Let me tell you, like I just, I'm, I'm, I'm a lot calmer, mm. more laid Smell back. Smell better. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just, I'm just feel a better person for it. <laughs> and what's been, what's been the highlight in your business, Lindsay? Has there been anybody in particular that have you been you've been super excited to see wearing your lashes? Mm. 
it's it, well it's it's always really exciting when we get tagged in something or a makeup artist will message me and say oh so and so's been wearing them but um I, I mean, I'm a massive fan of um, a comedian called Tiffany Haddish. I don't know if she's like yeah. big over here, but she she was wearing them. Mm-hmm. The makeup artist um, said that she loved them. And then Rita Ora. And, mm, wow. Oh, wow. And someone who I'm quite a fan of is um, she's the she owns Rodial and Nip and Fab. Like, oh, yeah. Yes. Maria Hassisafanis. I can't say yeah. her name, but I think that's how you say it. Um, and she's um, she wore them as well and makeup, makeup artists um, put them on her and she liked them. And it's it's people that I admire, like I really admire her as a, as a brand. She did a book called The Overnight Success, which is it's great. Quite really I've good. read that one, yeah. Um, again, it's not, she's not literally an overnight success. It's, um, you know, she's taken like 10, 20 years to, to build her brand. And her new one's just come out, which is really good. Uh-huh. So I recommend that. And she's talking about actually, I might appear to be really successful, but we came through troubled times mm. and this has happened. Um, so her, I, I really respect her. Um, and I just think, yeah. like I suppose n- when your peers or when somebody yeah. in your industry like gives you the seal of approval, that yeah. must be like, Oh, so if I met you two weeks ago, I could have wore, I could have wore <laughs> it on my 40th photo shoot. <laughs> like, yeah, like Hollywood would have been, been global. And, and like Rochelle, um, Humes, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people that I see daily and like Tess Daily wears and, you see online and, and, and I can say, oh, I can see that they're wearing the lashes and, yeah. you know, and I can, can I can tell see, when they're wearing lashes. Well, if I know that the makeup artist has them, uh, okay. I can see and like, uh. um, you know, Love Island, Lo- Love Island actually in all the press shots, Sarah Exley, who's a really good, amazing makeup artist, she has used them on all the press shots mm-hmm. of the last, well, the last few series. So in all the press shots for Love Island, they're all wearing them and it's just nice to see that, well, it's just nice to actually get a product there because it's so hard now. I think with the way it influences and how it's all going, the market, mm. it's so hard to actually get your product into the I was the going right to ask you about hands. that next in terms of, you know, how do you feel about, because makeup has massively like boomed in the last five years, I would say. Yeah. Like it's just gone crazy. I mean, the amount of kids now that want to be a makeup oh. artist and do tutorials. Yo, YouTube you, and Yeah, everything. YouTube. I mean, are you... Are you happy about that or are you? do you feel like, you know, it, it's quite frustrating when a trained professional like yourself is kind of possibly overlooked sometimes by a YouTuber or an influencer? How How is that? I, th- I think it's really, uh, it, it's a really hard thing. I think I'm really passionate about like, um, like social media and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be really strict and I, and I try and not go on it and I take it off my phone and I have a separate phone that I'll keep in my drawer and I try and use it ju- ju- like for set hours because I just find that you, you just sit on it all the time. Like, I don't know about anyone else, but I just like, oh, your time. Yeah. and I'll just go on. And then I'm like, I don't, I'm not, why is that person? Why am I following that person? I'm not a fan. I'm not, you know, I don't like them all. They, they, it's a lie. Like they you know they're, they're unhappy in life but what they're trying to portray yeah. is like it's not actually real life and I just smoke yeah. screen of yeah, Instagram yeah and I just I just I don't like all that I'm just and I hate I just yeah I, I'm, I, I don't get me on my soapbox with that but I think in terms of this sort of generation it's it's so hard and people think that it's easy and I think like the book Overnight Success people think oh my god this brand rodeo just popped out from nowhere she's really mm. lucky and it actually no she's not she's worked her ass off for like 20 years and it's it's about being persistent and working hard and I think people think that it's really easy to do something and it's not you've got to train you've got to like I get emails all the time I don't really work in makeup anymore like I, I pick and choose your job sometimes if, if I want to do something but um people will message me you know 
and I think that's it's died down now. I have to say, but the first few years, people were nonstop kind of shadow, and that's a really as like that's exactly what you need to do. You need to shadow. You need mm-hmm. to work for free for years. Yeah, it's um, hard. It's to gain experience because you can't just go into the industry. And I think makeup at the minute is such a massive trend. Like it moves, mm. and and the latest sort of trend at the moment is all very heavy, mm. harsh makeup, like yeah, quite contoured, contoured and, like yeah. drag, like I call it. And and I love drag makeup, and it's such an amazing skill to have. And you've mm-hmm. got to be really talented to to do that particular makeup. It's not easy at all. It takes so long to do. But it's 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 a tra- I think it's a real trend. It's it's a lot of people like that, and and so a lot of people are training in that in that one area, and it's not that's not the case. Like when you go and work in TV or red carpet, they don't want that. They want to look really natural, especially because mm-hmm. the lights and the flashing, the cameras and all that. It, you know, you've got and it's the the one thing for me when I first started working was it's you've got to learn about the color correction and different skin tones, different oh, yeah. skin types, and what makeup suits what because. I was working with someone and they <laughs> I was working with a particular person and a makeup artist that was working on set. We said like you've got 20 seconds to just powder something, powder someone's face. And this person said, Oh, use this. And because I was I wasn't experienced, I took what she gave to me and it made the skin horrific. Like it made it all like ashy and it was it was oh, awful. No. And then that would have oh. been me. That was so I'm like <gasps> Oh my god, he's like, he's literally gonna go on screen like in two in two seconds. So I had to like try and get my own powders and, and rush back to my thing and t- to try and rectify it. And it's just you've got to. If I didn't have that experience of knowing what works, it's it's really hard. It's not as it easy is, as people think. It's, I think yeah, like the the Kardashians and like you've got Kylie Cosmetics and they give off this illusion that anybody can do beauty and anyone yeah. can do makeup and you know launch a beauty product. And like you say, actually. It must be difficult when you've got a genuine product from a genuine makeup artist or yeah. somebody in the beauty industry that you're trying to get ahead, but then somebody with a million followers kind of who knows nothing who about knows nothing it. jumping <laughs> ahead of you. But that's yeah. all very well when you you know you're the same age as Kylie, but when you're in your forties like yeah. me now, you know it's yeah. a whole different ball game. I bought um, Charlotte Tilbury's um, oh, yeah. new um, pillow talk. No, not the pillow talk. The other one. The foundation. Magic cream, the, yeah. A- absolutely yeah. incredible. Which one is it? The It's the one, it's, it's um, I've not got it on today. It's got, like, it's a it's got, like, a, it's got oh. it's like a, like a dabber on the end and you dab it on and, because I don't wear a lot of foundation because yeah. I get really bad dry skin. It really sort of, it sticks to my lines and I yeah. don't like it. I've always been very, actually the one thing I've always worn and still wear today is the Rimmel concealer stick. <laughs> oh, two, really? two ninety nine from yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do yeah. like Love a Rimmel it. as well. And all Goldie. <laughs> How will you approach it with your daughter, Lindsay? Because I love makeup Mm. and my daughter will sit next to me when I put my makeup on every morning and she's like, she passes me things and she wants to put it on and she's four. So I'm like, not quite yet, babe. Um, (laughs) But and so and I'm like, your cheeks are already lovely and rosy. You don't need any blusher and da da da. da. And I want her to grow up embracing her natural beauty, but also enjoying the great things that makeup can do. So how are you like, is your daughter already starting to love makeup? Makeup. So I've got a room in my house where it's just full of makeup. And, um, and really? Yeah, I've actually had to put a lock on it so she doesn't. Really? Go yeah, oh, she's terrible. Her. But she she is ob she's obsessed with makeup and she she's always talking. She's like, I want to do lashes when I'm older and all oh, this. And, and she's she's obsessed with makeup and lipstick. But the thing is, she she doesn't stop talking. And the one thing I've discovered is. If I put lipstick on her in in the house, 
she doesn't talk. She stops talking. So she, <laughs> speaks, she goes silent and because she, she's scared. She doesn't, of, want, to she doesn't want to smudge her teeth. Like the lipstick. So she just doesn't speak. So it's like, if I need like five minutes, but weirdly, so we've just come back from Disney and, and we did the Bibbity Bobbity Boutique thing, which is amazing, by the way, really expensive, but an amazing experience. And she loved it. She was so serious. What is the Bibbity Bobbity Boutique? Yeah. So it's like Lindsay. the Cinderella where they go and see the godmother who gives them a makeup. Over <gasps> and it's just it's such a magical experience and she goes and has her nails done they go and put eyeshadow on and like a little bit of blusher and lipstick and so we did that one day so it's fine because it's acceptable you're in Disney you're going to see the princesses and it's fine mm. but then like the next day we went to like Disney Springs and I was like oh I need to just pop into Mac or Sephora whatever it was we went into Mac uh, to Sephora and I wanted a lip liner it was sold out. And um, and she was like, Mummy, can I have some red lipstick, please? I thought, well, not really. And then, the, and then this girl was like, oh, my God, like, you know, you got to, this one's such a good lipstick. And I was like, she, she's, she's four. She's four. And, yeah. um, and she's like, but Mummy, please. And then I thought she's going to have a meltdown. And, and, and I don't really want to have a meltdown in this particular shop. We were having a nice day. So I just went, you know what, just while we're in Disney, because we're still technically in Disney. And Russell was like, well... Lindsay, we need to speak about this. Like, what what age? We need to be on the same page with this. At what age? You know, when she obviously we're on holiday, but what age does she? Is like, she allowed? Is she allowed to? to? And yeah. she's and I was like, well, 16. I don't know. It's, well, <laughs> this is the thing. I remember being thirteen and going to the cinema, and my mom let me wear clear mascara, and I thought, oh my god, I look so much older with clear mascara. And look at my eyelashes, and I just think. I don't know, it's, it's so hard because when I drop me off at school, I see other schools nearby with the older kids and they're all like full lash extensions, nail extensions, yeah. the eyebrows are immaculate. And I'm like, I, you're about 13. I, yeah. I, I did not have eyebrows like you at 13. Mm. Do you and, find that a worry then in terms yeah, of like kids I, growing up too quickly? I dread to think about social media. I, I got really do. dragged I hate, into I the head teacher's it. office at about 13 and she scrubbed my face like yeah, red raw because I, be I had like a little bit of <laughs> a bit of mascara on it was it was horrific but I think it is about just teaching our daughters that they're beautiful and you know they don't need it but if Mm. they want it when they're older Mm. it's it's about that the natural thing isn't it and trying to navigate that I don't know I think it's difficult with social media I I just hope some sort of like strict rules come in in terms of like the usage of like social media like on one of the popular tv shows on at the minute there's a girl on there and and I like to go on Twitter to keep an, an eye on things and just see what people are saying. And I saw one comment and, I, and then I searched her name on Twitter and there was about thousands and thousands of comments being really horrible about her figure. And I was like, it's actually heartbreaking to see. And I wanted to reply to every single one of them yeah. going, how dare you? Do you yeah. know what you're yeah. doing? It's like, girl. So I'm... I, I, we try not to have screens in the house because we travel a lot. That's the only time she's allowed like an iPad. And I know everyone's situation's different, but with her particular personality she was a nightmare if we ever let her watch a film on an iPad. Mm. So we try and restrict that time um, for her. And I just think, I try and get her into audiobooks. So she actually listens to so much audiobook. Mm, uh, uh, She's got an Audible account. And I think trying to trying to get her into good habits and I'm going to try and get her into dance like when I was younger I didn't really hang out on the streets I was like dancing or doing drama and stuff and I want to I think it's more about bringing it back to that and introducing them to different activities I think they need to be strict don't they on things like social media because you know my sister um, she's going to kill me now for saying this (laughs) she's only like 14 but the amount of filters that she puts on her pictures and it drives me mad she she doesn't need them them. but then when she gets likes she thinks that that validates um 
um, the way she looks. And so yeah. in her mind, she keeps saying to me, oh, I'm going to get this done, I'm going to get this done. Oh, and and why? that's like, what, it's what, because you know, of the why? filters. I just yeah. think these filters should just be gone. It's, oh. it's just so mm. wrong, really, in terms of it's it's having such a negative effect it's on our young fuel, children. It's fueling mental health problems Absolutely. As well, well, definitely. And, and it's, it's no people's shock that it's on the rise, isn't yeah. it? And there's so many, there's something that has to be done about it. I definitely think things, uh, 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 in an ideal world, it would be great to have, you can set up a social media profile, but you need your passport to prove that you're a certain age. Yes. Yeah. And if you do abuse anyone and you, you're horrible and you're a bully, then you will be, you, it will be on your record. Record. I think yeah. you no, know, it's completely will never happen. But something needs to change because it's just it's 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 horrible. It's not regulated enough. I agree with you completely. It's, you it's, need... it's awful. And you know, I've seen. I've got a friend in like in that sort of industry, and she used to post pictures of a kid before she was known, and. It, it, she just could to keep in contact with family and then ever since she became uh, known people were so horrible mm. about her daughter oh, and she, yeah. she, she now she doesn't post anything and people were saying about the way the child looks I'm like oh my god yeah. like that's a child you can't believe that people would be so cruel yeah so I, th I think I think we can't do about what anybody else is going to do so I think it's down to the parents to try and you know it's, it's so really hard to the grown yeah. isn't it really it's, it's, yeah I, I think he's well like the same friend is uh, she's just like you're not having a phone yeah. you can hate me but you will thank me in the years to come and I just think it's about yeah. I mean I'm saying it now I'll listen to this back in like 10 years and then I'll be like oh you know you, know, you listen, just never know there's a lot of pressure on beauty brands to be sustainable how is Lash Unlimited taking steps to ensure this Lindsay? So we are um, with our packaging. So we've got uh, quite a few new products coming out. Um, we've got the cotton buds that we have, which are lint-free and just such a handy tool for makeup artists. Like the lint-free. Lint, so you know, like uh, like um, they're like a, co a special cotton bud. So, so that, cotton buds have what lint in them? No. So you know, like the the wool would sort of come away. You shed. know, if, you know oh, like okay. shed. Whereas yeah. these are they're very pointy. So if you made a mistake on your eyeliner, you can sort of perfect that flick and also you can use it to sort of spread the glue they're just a perfect tool to have in your kit and we're working with like nice sustainable packaging with vegetable ink um, and the same with sponges amazing sponges um, that just do a flawless application again I've been on the hunt for these particular type of sponges for years I found them I just need to find like a recyclable packaging so we're testing a lot of stuff at the minute that's going to fit with everything and again you just it's which I'm just overall in my life just trying to reduce plastic mm, and anything that's, that's not recyclable, basically. So I think we're all trying to do that, though. Aren't yeah. we? Just like small things will make Every a bit, bit of a difference. difference. It's yeah. like bottles of water. Like we used to, the amount of sparkling water we would go through and, and even bottled and, water. Well, yeah, we're the same. We buy old, sing well, well, we did buy not so much anymore, but yeah. six packs of sparkling water. Exactly. And, yeah. and I would use, I would have a pack in a day yeah. and like half of it would get wasted. So now we've got one of those, mm. um, those machines that you... Have you got them with the canister? Oh, like, oh, a, like yeah. you can like refill your bottle. Yeah, soda stream. That's exactly what it is. A soda stream. I recommend it. So yeah, I've, I've You're got. You're showing a... your age now, baby. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's what it is. So it's Retro. a soda stream, but yeah, so I've got that, and it's like, and you can make it really fizzy. It's nice. So I recommend it. <laughs> so yeah, so that's going see, off we, the lashes. We, we did survive before plastic, didn't we? We were all yeah. fine. Uh, to be fair, we survived really well back in like the 1940s and 50s. And I think it's going yeah. back that way, isn't it? Definitely. I do remember. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> remember time. You're, looking, you're looking very, very, very good. Have you <laughs> been we, uh, using Linda to do your makeup? I have, that's right. But, um, but we did though, didn't we? I mean, when you think about it, things are going backwards in terms of, you know, we're, we're not using as many cars. Well, we're trying not to. We're trying to go to electric. We're, not, we're trying, you know, the milk 
Taliban came around the other day yes. and said, you know, do you want us to deliver milk for you? And I was like, oh my God, yes, this is amazing. Yeah. You know, that everything in, comes full circle. So retro yeah. and it's so I, nostalgic. But, love, but then in a way, know, it makes it me is. feel happy. It does, it gives you yeah. that sort of nostalgic buzz, doesn't it? Yeah. It's like being a child again. Oh, oh well, on that, we, um, oh. Oh, we've run out of time again for today. Oh. But um, thank you so much for coming to see us, Lindsay. Thank it's you. been absolutely it's been fun. Good. Yay. <laughs> it's been amazing to have you with us. Thanks, Lindsay. Um, we'll be back next week with another special guest for more The Capsuling Conversation. But in the meantime, you can catch up with all of our regular content at our website, www.thecapsule.co.uk and across all of our social channels. You can also listen to our previous In Conversation episodes by subscribing to any of our podcast channels. Please do leave your rates and reviews too, as we love hearing from you. For today, though, all that's left for us is to say goodbye. And so it's goodbye from Anna. Goodbye. Goodbye from Lindsay with a Y. Goodbye. But can I just ask one last question to Lindsay, just really quickly? <laughs> yeah, go, go. Where do you buy these lashes from, Lindsay? Can you get them on in the website? Yes, so is it just online? www.lashunlimited.com. Fabulous. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Excellent. Well, and now we'll say goodbye to Lindsay with an I. And that's goodbye from me. <laughs> <laughs>